Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. We're up here on Ben Buckler, the clifftop overlooking the ocean. I'm not in it today. It was bloody cold yesterday, so I decided to um, wait until more uh, the sun comes up later in the day to go for my daily dip. Uh, uh, luckily for me, one of my consult uh, coaching sessions got cancelled in the morning and, and moved to the afternoon. So I have a big wide window of space to go out and um, get some sun rays and uh, enjoy the ocean. And this brings me to the topic of the day. Uh, it does, it really does. I promise you it does. Um, I watched a show uh, again, a documentary last night called Game Changers. It's on Netflix and it's about sports people who have migrated into a plant-based diet and look I've got to say look even if uh, the information they present is 20% accurate that 20% is worth listening to it's bloody bloody amazing uh, how the physical physiology of our body especially as we evolve into the future no longer needs no longer needs and that's the word I'm going to put here no longer needs protein from animal. Now, this is a really interesting thing because if you think about it from an inner wealth point of view, the animals on the planet can't feed all the people on the planet. And as we evolve and then we get from 6 billion to 7 billion to 8 billion to 9 billion people and the animals go from lots of fish in the sea to less fish in the sea and we go from lots of sheep in the field to less sheep in the field, less fields for the sheep, quite frankly, and we go from less cows to herding, making synthetic cows, which is what they're doing now, uh, in, in factories. You've got to realize that the, the, the consumption of meat is primal and is stupid and is actually us living in the freaking past. If you want to evolve your DNA, you eat plankton. If you want to, uh, you, you eat the green origin of food. The, and there's a product called uh, Greens. G-R-E-E-N-S, but you can also eat seaweed, uh, which is a, a powerful source of protein and all the rich necessities of life that uh, are re recyclable and reusable and regeneratable. Um, this is a really important observation. It's not, uh, I, I suspect that the, the show that I watched last night, Game Changers, was sponsored a little bit by the vegan world of Save the Animals and good on them because there's, uh, there's enough people producing animals and making a profit out of them and killing them to justify a whole bunch of people on the other side of the fence arguing the opposite. So you can see there's a balance there. I don't want to get caught in between listening to fads and fancies between two opposing sides of an argument because that's unevolved. I would rather go to the next level up and say, well, what's this all about? And what's, where am I going to steer myself if I want to evolve myself, evolve my DNA, evolve my biology? I'm going to gravitate toward things that are um, available for all humanity and also refine the, the quality of what I consume so that my body doesn't have to work so hard to uh, become itself, to, to evolve into its next layers. I can see a seal in the ocean just down. I'm at Ben Buckler. I can see a seal playing in the water and there's a beautiful big ocean bird down there having a fishing trip. Guys, this is a really interesting conversation. Um, 
There is a product made from seaweed. I can't remember what it's called right now, but starting with greens, which is a, a, a protein-based uh, uh, powder you can buy, which uh, is uh, uh, created from um, um, peas and beans and shit like that, and, and asparagus. All of which is probably as in threat on the planet as everything else. But the idea of uh, harvesting seaweed and the idea of harvesting things that grow naturally and organically uh, and turning uh, the process of cooking a potato uh, on a hot stove with gas and heating and boiling and mixing and munching and crunching and sticking butter with it and consuming that as a, as a resource for our uh, carbohydrate. Or, or, or picking bananas in Queensland and trucking them down to Sydney in, in order to uh, sustain our level of uh, sugar and uh, 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 food consumption is uh, abominably stupid because what we want is we want to go to the root source of protein. We want to go to the root source, the root source of these things and like dal and, and, and foods that can be constructed and, and made with genetic modification so that we can get the best of the best of the best out of uh, what we eat and not be still laboring at, um, at the McDonald's check-in um, and arguing whether McDonald's is good for us or bad for us because it's, it's, it's irrelevant. Uh, the question is, is uh, uh, bread, which is what McDonald's sell, uh, is the, sh the, 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 the uh, corn syrup in the bread, which is what McDonald's sell, is the red meat, uh, which is what McDonald's sell. Does it really matter what quality it is? And the answer is, fuck no. The answer is, it doesn't matter what quality of meat is, it's meat. And the protein in the meat, if you break it down right down to its essential molecules and break it down to the essential nature of the protein, it doesn't matter whether it's bloody organic or not organic. What matters is the protein. And the protein is, in, is, is surrounded by stuff which matters. And so, yes, there's more fat in this one and more this and that one, but the bottom line is, do we really, really, really need to get our protein from meat? And that's the uh, out of animal product. And uh, this show, uh, the one I watched last night, this documentary, uh, was uh, arguing that uh, even eggs are gonna fill your blood full of uh, toilet product. Um, they uh, argue that if you eat asparagus, uh, you could there's pieces of asparagus that will go through your body undigested and you know the stringy part of asparagus you could probably make a, uh, a shopping basket out of uh, out of the strings after you've eaten away the your stomach eat, eat away all the, uh, the asparagus and what's left is those strings you could you could catch it as you poo it and then make a shopping basket every day so look there's stuff that we're putting in our face that are and then we're arguing about organic or not organic or quality and, and i get all that but the question, the bigger question is, are you, are you, are you really, really, really serious about evolving your DNA? Uh, are you really serious about that, evolving the way you were? We complain about child behavior and then feed them meat. And then this show would argue that by feeding a person meat, you're gonna feed them the behavior. So there's, there's behaviors that are, uh, uh, we, we recognize that if you give a kid a red ice cream, a red icy pole, red flavoring, um, they're going to go hyper um, and that's because of the corn syrup and the uh, sucrose and the chemicals in red and we argue well that's good and this is bad but then we go and feed them stuff blindly like sausages and and uh, and and animal product and then we don't ever say does that cause behavioral change and the answer is of course it does 
So the body is actually working its ass off. This is how this is the how the show presents itself. It says, "There's a cow, and we go and make that cow organic. So we feed it good food, and everything is nice, and it lives in the field, and it never gets hurt, and it's happy, and it smiles all day, and we never harm it. Then we kill it, and then we chop it up into bits." Then we put those bits in a truck and we deliver those bits to a place and we end up getting those bits and paying for them, then putting them on the stove, eating them up at a certain temperature and then uh, consuming them. And then the question would be, uh, well, uh, uh, is that the smartest way to ingest protein? Because that's what, why we're doing it. We're ingesting protein. And the, the answer would be, well, have you ever seen a cow eat meat? And the argument here is really simple. Why not go to the source? Why not go to the source? Why go through the process of grass being put into a cow, the cow machining that, uh, engineering that, that uh, grass into uh, red meat, and then we kill the cow, and then we put the cow through the machine, and we put it on a truck, we deliver it to the house, we put it on a fry pan, we heat it up, or a barbecue, we heat it up, and we consume that thing, and then we say we've eaten good food. Well, that's sort of clumsy. And when you think about the future of the planet, the future of where we are going as human beings, this is unsustainable because we really do need powders. We really do need to morph ourselves into a different uh, viewpoint on what it looks like to sit down and eat a good meal because uh, there, are, there are psychological elements of it. There are biological elements of it. There are DNA elements of it. There are so many other elements other than, mmm, that tastes nice. And remember that uh, show, The uh, Matrix, where the guy said, I know this piece of steak is false. I know I'm imagining it, but mm, I don't give a fuck. So we, we, we're sort of, I, I get that we still celebrate the idea of breaking bread with each other and having a meal and having that meal uh, in a certain shape. My uh, client went to a dinner and that dinner was sponsored by the future, futurists. And at that dinner, the whole meal, Wodego, was 3D printed. So they had uh, uh, products in uh, vats and you could print a steak, you could print bread, you could print wine. These things, you could just ask for a grange and they, put, uh, they made a grange. So it was all synthetic. And yet, what they did is they did scientific tests on the stuff to, to say that it wasn't um, chemical. So it was good for you. In other words, uh, so I'm not necessarily an advocate of that. I know that will be the future when it's necessary. And, and by necessity, we will evolve into printing food. But right now, we do have a beautiful option. And that is to incorporate a massive amount of plant-based uh, nutrition in our diets and therefore uh, help us work better, think better, love better, kiss better, walk better, run better, laugh better, and do everything better. And so, uh, uh, you know, that's why I love red wine. <laughs> because it's so evolved. Not really. So, <laughs> so uh, the, ultimate, the ultimate food is plankton. The ultimate food. It's it's uh, and it's it's that's in seaweed, and there are products developed from seaweed that we can consume and actually uh, make us really healthy. Greens. Uh, I've just mentioned a commercial product, and there's plenty of those around. Uh, spirulina, 
is another one. Spirulina is a really been around for, I think, 20, 30 years. And spirulina is basically simply um, the the breaking the powdering of food that you know in a by cold pressing in a way that produces all the proteins that we would love to consume and be healthy about. So this is really great stuff. I went to, the other day to a bike fit, uh, took a, a Lotha to a bike fit. I sponsor her and all her triathlons. So I try, try, try to extract as much out of uh, each, uh, each experience she has as possible. And the experience she had the other day was to go to a bike fitter to be refitted on her bike. It has to happen every uh, relatively short period of time. And that's a, a five, $600 experience to go and have a bike fit. And we, we went out to Penrith and we did this amazing uh, experience on this bike fit with the bike fitter. And, and he, he was talking about the, uh, what he's seeing people consume more and more of in, in men, especially over the age of 40. And that is the, um, the products that uh, uh, replicate and, and help to produce in the body testosterone. And it's not for the purpose of being horny or sexy because testosterone has something to do with that, but it's not everything to do with that. But testosterone is to do with recovery and, and, and the ability to sustain high levels of endurance. And so he's seeing a whole range of uh, plant-based product being put to market. And he gave me a list of them and said, you know, these are the things that will uh, biologically um, uh, and enable the body to produce as much testosterone when you're uh, 90 as when you were 20. And so there's a, a little bit of defiance of nature's natural cycle there. But at the same token, you can understand when we're evolving, we've got to let go of some of the evolutionary expectation we have that when we're 90, we're not going to be as uh, strong and enabled as when we are 20. And we've got to focus on what is causing us to turn 90 and be all crinkly and crunkly and uh, have uh, heart attacks and God knows what. And, and that could be the obsession with protein based uh, from animal product, which this uh, documentary I'm talking about here today uh, on Netflix is arguing is a ridiculous antiquated notion that has been propagated and certainly reinforced by some sporting people who think that they are performing best under the auspices of meat-based and animal-based uh, protein. Um, and uh, the, the doco argues very strongly that there are lots of people at the world level and very highest level who are operating quite healthily uh, with plant-based. The, 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 they're, they're going to some extreme in the article, in the doco, because they're going to vegan um, which is, means the elimination of all uh, animal-based product, which means all the elimination of milk and cheese and eggs and all the other things. So you just be, be mindful and be mindful of switching too quick without having uh, some nutritional awareness because it's easy to flick a switch and say, oh, okay, one day I'm going to consume meat as my source of protein, the next day I'm going to consume plants. But you might end up uh, shitting through the eye of a needle for the rest of your life um, it, because the, your body uh, just can't handle the amount of the volume of, uh, of plant it has to consume. So you have to be a little bit careful to make sure you do this with some degree of uh, awareness. And I would strongly suggest uh, Sarah is my go-to nutritionalist would be, uh, would be a $100 well invested 
in a telephone coaching session with her to talk about uh, shifting from meat to uh, plant and she has no uh, addiction to either. She crosses the line very easily and just helps you go in the direction you want to go with some science. So this is Chris. Have a beautiful day. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. It's uh, a little bit on track because it's about evolution. It's a little bit off track because it's about food and things, which I'm no global expert on. But uh, anyway, maybe that triggered some thoughts for you. Bye for now.